0: And now we're going to read from the Bible, which we have such free and easy access to today. Um, So the reading this morning is going to be taken from Judges chapter 13, verses 1 to 25, and you can find it on your pew Bibles on page 256. So I'll just give you a few minutes to look it up. That's page 256, starting at verse 1. Again, the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord. So the Lord delivered them into the hands of the Philistines for 40 years. A certain man of Zorah named Manoah from the clan of the Danites had a wife who was childless, unable to give birth. The angel of the Lord appeared to her and said, You are barren and childless, but you are going to become pregnant and give birth to a son. Now say it that you drink no wine or no other fermented drink and that you do not eat anything unclean. You will become pregnant and have a son whose head is never to be touched by a razor, because the boy is to be a Nazarite, dedicated to God from the womb. He will take the lead in delivering delivering Israel from the hands of the Philistines. Then the woman went to her husband and told him, A man of God came to me. He looked like an angel of God, very awesome. I didn't ask where he came from, and he didn't tell me his name. But he said to me, You will become pregnant and have a son. Now then, drink no wine or other fermented drink, and do not eat anything unclean, because the boy will be a Nazarite of God from the womb until the day of his death. Then Manoah prayed to the Lord, pardon your servant, Lord, I beg you to let the man of God whom he sent to us come again to teach us how to bring up this boy who is to be born. God heard Manoah, and the angel of God came again to the woman while she was out in the field, but her husband Manoah was not with her. The woman hurried to tell her husband, he's here, the man who appeared to me the other day. Manoa got up and followed his wife. When he came to the man, he said, are you the man who talked of, my wife? I am, he said. So Manoah asked him, when your words are fulfilled, what is to be the rule that governs the boy's life and work? The angel of the Lord answered, your wife must do all that I have told her. She must not eat anything that comes from the grapevine, nor drink any wine or other fermented drink, nor eat anything unclean. She must do everything I have commanded her. Manoah said to the angel of the Lord, we would like you to stay until we prepare a young goat for you. The angel of the Lord replied, even though you detain me, I will not eat any of your food. But if you prepare a burnt offering, offer it to the Lord. Manoah did not realize that it was the angel of the Lord. Then Manoah inquired of the angel of the Lord, What is your name, so that we may honor you when your, when your word comes true? He replied, Why do you ask my name? It is beyond understanding. Then Manoah took a young goat, together with the grain offering, and sacrificed it on a rock to the Lord. And the Lord did an amazing thing while Manoah and his wife watched. As the flame blazed from the altar towards heaven, the angel of the Lord ascended in the flame, saying this, Manoah and his wife fell with their faces to the ground. When the angel of the Lord did not show himself again to Manoah and his wife, Manoah realized that it was the angel of the Lord. We are doomed to die, he said to his wife. We have seen God. But his wife answered, if the Lord had meant to kill us, he would not have accepted a burnt offering and grain offering from our hands, nor shown us all these things, nor told us all of this. The woman gave birth to a boy and named him Samson. He grew, and the Lord blessed him. And the Spirit of the Lord began to stir him while he was in Mahana Dan, between Zora and Ishtael. Amen.
1: You may find it helpful to have page 256 open. That's from book of Judges, chapter 13. Because this morning we're continuing our series entitled, Never Beyond Hope. And last week, having considered Jacob, today we think about Manoah's wife, located in this Old Testament book of Judges, chapter 13. And that is during the period long after Moses, which the children were hearing about, and before Israel was ruled by King David. And our subject is hope for the ignored. So we pray? Gracious God, when we come to a text 3,400 years old, 1,400 years before the coming of Messiah, we cannot help but wonder what it might have to do with us. But gracious God, we believe nonetheless that your word is given for our instruction, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. Will you grant us, therefore, please, your Holy Spirit's insights, so that we may be thoroughly equipped for every good purpose. In Jesus' wonderful name, amen. This week, there has been a lot in the news, both from Hollywood in the United States and also from Westminster in the UK, about women who previously had been ignored now gaining a voice. Women who, for a variety of reasons, had kept quiet about abuse that had been inflicted on them, now prepared to stand up, speak out, and be heard. The woman we read about here in Judges chapter 13 is uh, also somebody that most people would have ignored. In the male-dominated world of Philistine Israel, we're not even given her name, uh, even though she has one. And in a society where a female was defined by her uh, reproductive ability, She was unable to have a baby. You see that in verse 2. But in due time, she has one of those as well. And Manoah's wife, long ignored, is given honor. The children of Israel, as you can see from verse 1, had fallen away from God yet again. And now they were in need of a rescuer. At a time when the nation was under judgment, hope was in short supply. But amazingly, astonishingly, God chose to make himself known to Mrs. Manoa at a time when she least expected it. That's the sort of thing God does. He chooses to make himself known when we are at our lowest ebb. An angel, that is a messenger of the Lord, appeared to her, verse 3, and said, You are childless, not able to have a baby, but you are going to be pregnant and have a son. This is your condition right now, hopeless, but all of that is going to change, and God is going to do something in and through you that will bring hope to the nation. Last Wednesday night, we were privileged to have an indigenous Iraqi believer speak to us in the prayer meeting, and we were deeply touched when he talked about the desperate plight of women and children in his native Nineveh. But he also told me a little later about a former IS combatant Now preaching the gospel of Jesus after God dramatically broke into his life in a vision and gave him a whole new reason for living. And that's precisely what happened here. Manoah's wife wasn't expecting it, but God came with a message that would alter not only her context but also that of the nation as well she would bear a son who in verse 5 would be set apart to God from birth and would begin the process of salvation he will begin he will bring deliverance to israel from the hands of the philistines and so here as with many other godly women in the scriptures people such as sarah and rebecca Rachel, Hannah, and Elizabeth, God would break through into their context of human obscurity and relieve distress in the face of impossible human odds. In the words of the commentator Ralph Davis, God displays his power precisely when and where they can contribute nothing And all in order to lift our eyes to himself so that we will have no illusions or delusions as to where our help is to be found. And that's why in these days when the Philistines ruled, the angel or the messenger of God paid a visit to this nameless, childless woman and provided hope for someone who previously had been ignored. Well, Manoah's wife, we see in verse 6, went and told her husband, a man of God, came to me. He looked like an angel of God. Very awesome. I didn't ask him where he came from, and he didn't tell me his name. But he said to me, you will conceive and give birth to a son. Just as an aside here how wonderful it was that Manoah's wife was able to go straight to her husband and confide in him what she had just experienced. Sadly, there are many women quite unable to share what is going on in their souls because their husbands haven't a spiritual notion. There are many men quite incapable of comprehending anything beyond the physical. But I wonder if you noticed Manoah's immediate response to his wife's spiritual insight. And we see it in verse 8. He prayed. O Lord, he said, I beg you, let the man of God you sent to us come again to teach us how to bring up this boy who is to be born. Now, this, I suggest, to Christian women is what you're looking for in a spouse. Somebody who knows how to pray. Someone who's prepared to do it naturally. Someone who respects their wife so much that when she has had a spiritual experience, he is so at one with her that he regards that as a shared experience. I wonder if you noticed that in verse 8, the man of God you sent to us. It was actually to his wife that the angel came, but he was so at one with her that he included himself in that. Here is a man who not only believes his wife when she has a spiritual insight, but is humble enough to ask God to give them together the ability to bring up their child. So, the strength of Manoah as a godly husband is not in his virility, but in his desire to be a good and godly father. Dads, don't abdicate that responsibility. Your responsibility is to be a good and godly father and it's never too late to start never too late okay back to the text and in verse 9 we read god heard Manoah. let's not be surprised at this and yet let's not lose the wonder of it either god hears and answers prayer what is it we're told in the book of james chapter 5 the prayer of a righteous man availeth much. And the messenger of God came again to the woman, and she hurried to tell her husband, verse 10, he's here. And Manoah got up and followed his wife and said to the man, are you the one who had previously talked to my wife? And he said, I am. Aha, that's interesting. I am. In that case, he said, tell us more. We need to know the right way to raise this youngster for his life's calling. It's not enough just to have children. What is it that the saying goes? Anyone can father a child, but it takes a real man to be a dad. And so Manoah asked this messenger from God to stay What is your name, he asked in verse 17, to which he replied, it is beyond understanding. Or to put it another way, if you look down at the footnote, you'll see the alternative translation. What is your name? My name is Wonderful. Can you think of any other man of God whose name is Wonderful? And not only was this man's name Wonderful but wonderful were his deeds because verses 19 to 22 tells us how when Manoah prepared a burnt offering to the Lord, the Lord did a wonderful thing, an amazing thing. That's what it says in verse 19. As the flame blazed up from the altar towards heaven, the angel of the Lord ascended in the flame. And as the man of God ascended, so verse 20, Manoah and his wife fell down with their faces to the ground. As the man of God went up, Manoah and his wife went down, down on their knees. We are doomed, they said. We've seen God. Manoah knew from Exodus 33 that no one shall see God and live. And yet with spiritual insight and understanding, his unnamed wife, having Uh, encountered this unnamed man of God, knew that something absolutely wonderful had indeed taken place. God had revealed himself to them, not in order to destroy, but in order to save. And in due time, verse 24, wonderfully, the woman gave birth to a boy whose name was Samson, bright son, the one who would go on to rescue Israel from the hands of the Philistines. And he grew, and the Lord blessed him. Anybody here who feels ignored? Insignificant? Little value? Less worth? Well, here's the most wonderful story for you. God has revealed himself to us in the person of a man of God. And I'm not talking about Judges 13 anymore. This amazing man of God has come in order to bring good news. He has come in answer to prayer. Through the sacrifice of the spotless lamb, sins might be atoned for, ordinary human beings, nobodies, might be given hope, and a Saviour revealed in all his beauty. In the person of the Lord Jesus, we have seen God. And lived. How wonderful is that? Let us bow down and adore. Shall we pray? Oh, our loving Heavenly Father, thank you that in our fragility and vulnerability, you draw near when we need you most. In our insignificant lives, you come close, and at just the right time, you reveal the person of your Son, the lovely Lord Jesus. We bless you for him, and we pray that in Christ we may go from here as hopeful people and all for his glory.